because it's like you're eating a dam. That's the way it looks. Yeah, little beaver uh, boy. Yeah, and you said it looks like a beaver made your breakfast, yeah. which it does. And, listen, I won't go into details, but no complaints everywhere else. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the Unexplained Legends. In 2012, a mysterious group launched an online puzzle in an effort to recruit highly intelligent individuals into their organization. A bit of fun, surely. Or was it? This week on Unexplained Legends, Cicada 3301. Maybe later you can eat the gooey remnants of the breakfast bowl. That's it. You forgot the tea. It's cold by the time you get out of the meeting. And it's just rinse, repeat for the rest of the day. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much just that over and over. (laughs) Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I am Roger O'Sullivan, and with me, as always, as he contractually has forced me to say, Dennis Lynn. Uh, You said my name. (laughs) <laughs> I meant to say my own name. Sorry. That's in the contract. Oh my god, sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, it doesn't matter, no. I'll say it in French. Je m'appelle Denis. Len. Denis. I'm not saying the last bit. It's, uh, I'm, I'm just going, I'm a one word person. No? Okay. One, one name. Okay. And like oh. Elvis. Ooh, after, or Madonna. After a time. Or Madonna. And what, what Dennis are we together I don't, I don't know. Together I don't think there's any need to say the second part again. I don't think there's any need. We can just move on straight into the episode. I can tell you that our consultants have told me as many times as possible. Do we have to do this every week? Do you think there's some people at home wincing at this bit? No, I don't. just like, my God, they're doing it again. I think if my neuro-linguistic programming that I've put into the podcast has worked, they start salivating. <laughs> salivating. <laughs> like Pavlov's dog. Pablo's dog. So, Dennis... Are you excited for this week's? Very excited. I don't have a clue what it is. Have you told me what it is already? No, no, I've kept it private. You said it's a... I've kept it private. <laughs> I said I'm, I'm a private dancer. I don't have a clue what it is. I'm very excited for it. Are you excited for it? I am excited for it. Yeah. Would you say out of all the episodes you, we've done so far, this is the most exciting that we'll ever do? No. It will ever do. You could have just lied. You could have just lied. Just pumped it up. It will ever do. Yeah, that we've done so far. Well, that might be possibly the case. Okay, yeah. But it will ever do. Then, then people would just listen to this one and go, "Well, I guess it. You know, they've peaked." I mean, yeah, but it's obviously a deliberate shit on the last twenty-one episodes we've done as well. It's it's just like you know, we're meant to be like breakfast um, radio presenters. You know, we get them hyped up. You won't believe what we have. We don't have to believe it. Hello, I'm Dan O'Day, and I'm supposed to explain to you what our Morning Madness CD is all about. So you've changed while you've been away. Why have I? You've changed. I'm like this every week on the podcast. No, you're back. You're back, and you're edgy. You're ed- not that edgy. You're a bit edgy. Why, why, why am I edgy? I don't know, man. That's the leather jacket. The leather jacket is a new touch and there's nothing wrong with it. And if I don't choose to wear a t-shirt where I'm wearing a leather jacket, just let the nips out. So what? And this, Get over it, man. And I just want to draw attention as well to the fact that it's very hard to talk to you while you have those sunglasses on. <laughs> okay, grand. You can't wear sunglasses at night. You can't wear them inside. Get over it. It's, look, I wear big Doc Martens. I have no pants on. 
And I have no t-shirt, a leather jacket and sunglasses. My hair is slicked back. I've got a top hat on. I don't care. And the cigarette behind your ear? Are you smoking again? I can't smoke. It's actually fake. But it's just there for, you know, a little bit of ornamental value. Okay, well, we'll see if it affects the podcast. I've changed. <laughs> Get real. <laughs> all right, so what are we doing this week? What are we doing this week? We're going for breakfast anyway, first of all. But after that, what we're doing this week, Dennis, is we're doing the mystery of Cicada 3301. Okay, Cicada, are they the buzzy boys? Yes. Okay, so they're the lads when you go on a holiday in Portugal and they drive you completely insane going constantly. So, yes. <laughs> you don't sound sure. No. And I don't know. So we could be off to a tricky start. No, because technically cicadas, uh, they might be like an offshoot of cicadas, but I think like true, true pure cicadas are only, I could be wrong, but I think that they're only alive for like one day a year or something. Okay. And the, the rest, they might be crickets that you're talking about. All right, so... Or no, maybe they're cicadas. Listen, right? Big brain. I, I think, big brain. I think, you know, yeah, big brain needs to come in here. But again, just one of these things where... Just go with it, is it? Where, like, you know, let's say we're doing an episode on Diana. Uh, I was like, who's Diana? And you're like, not sure. But I have some theories on her death. I just think of cicadas right there in the title. Just have a little bit of background on them. We'll, we'll get big brain in. He'll, I, he'll know. I just think, for me, and I think it's incredibly important for the integrity of the podcast... And you've seen this time and time again. I won't comment on something unless I have all the facts. You know this yeah. about me. Yeah, but it would be your responsibility to have the facts. No, I, I don't want it's to your just, part of the podcast. I don't want to just make stuff up, you know? Yeah. Big brain here. It appears for once Dennis fluked his way into a right answer. As it appears that there are cicadas in Spain. However, what Roger was becoming confused by was the Brood X group of cicadas in America, which only emerge once every 17 years. I think he was also adding mayflies to the mix for some reason. So I don't know anything about these guys. I I don't know what that is. I don't know what this conspiracy theory is. And I can't even guess what it is. Do you want me to guess what it is? Okay, yeah, yeah. Is it that these things are some sort of mind control device for humans? No. Are they are they created by aliens? Uh no. Oh really? Are they? Are do they even exist in? Are there even these cricket things in this in these theories, or is it just they're borrowing the name for this theory? The bingo. That's so it's it. got nothing to do with them. Yeah. Which, why didn't you just clear that up? Well, it probably makes sense why I didn't do much research on the cicada. But why didn't you just say that right at the start? We could have saved ourselves five minutes. I I thought I thought time is gold. This podcast. Yeah, time is gold, and that was tin. On the 4th of January 2012, a mysterious message appeared on the internet forum site, 4chan, in the form of an image. The text on the image read Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it, and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck. So these boys came on. 3301. Sorry, that was just the end of the... Oh, that was really important, actually. Yeah, it was yeah. a bad cut by me. <laughs> 3301. Yeah. What does that mean? That's a, It's a prime number. That, but that's her name, is it? That's, yeah, that's the group's name. They signed off with 3301. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. 
So this is like um, a little secret club that they're trying to get super intelligent humans into. So what you say, people can crack codes. They want them to join them up. Yeah. Uh, and I assume that when they crack the code, it'll reveal coordinates to a big rave that they go to and all sorts of things will happen at it. No. They- Why would they go on 4chan to find the people? Because uh, that's where that's where they know active internet users are. Okay, that's where they know they are. This is a, a reminiscent of John Titter, Time Traveller. Just based on, you know, websites and forums and stuff. Yeah, so I, I, I'm looking forward to this going outside of the forum at some point. Does it? No, it does go outside of the forum at some stage. Excellent. Thus began the hunt to solve what many have referred to as the greatest mystery on the internet. Even more of a mystery than John Titter Time Traveller? Uh, you barely say that solves, to be <laughs> honest. Well, yeah, that's not much of a mystery. Time travel guy, travel back, parallel universes. Yeah. Okay, so that's like that's like done and dusted as far as you're concerned. As far as I'm concerned. But this one is a little bit unsolved. Yeah, that John Titter, don't do any more research on that. That's, that's so cool. in a way, if this is unsolved, you don't have the answers to this. No, I don't. I don't. You really don't. No. So you don't, you don't know what happened then either. No. So the theories you present to us today might not be true. Hmm. <laughs> We'll get, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. That burning bridge. I think that there's there's a lot of credence to a lot of the theories I'm going to bring up. I'm sure there is. But uh, how much credence would you say? I'll, units I'll, of credence. How much? Oh, how much units of credence? Clear water. 4chan users immediately got to work on trying to crack the code that lay within the message. Eventually, it was discovered that there was information encoded within the image file itself which needed to be unraveled in order to point the participants in the right direction. The first image pointed to a second image. <laughs> it just keeps going on. Yeah. Pointed to a second image, which was then decrypted to provide the information for what is known as a book cipher. Are you familiar with I have no idea what a book cipher is. What is that? When I was doing research, this is the first time I came across a book cipher as well. A book cipher consists of numbers that reference pages, paragraphs, lines, words, or letters within a book. So the people that were participating in this puzzle this far, they're all obviously into cryptology or in, mm-hmm. and stuff. So they they just recognized like these numbers and were like, oh my God, that's a book cipher? But the question now was, however, what book was the cipher for? How do you figure that out? How do they work backwards from that? Well, that's the thing. So at this stage, people started furiously searching the internet until the intrepid sleuths stumbled upon an image on Reddit, which was verified to be from the original 3301 poster via something called a PGP key. What's a PGP key? It's it's like a digital signature. Oh, that's that's excellent. Yeah. So then we can prove that these two people are the same users. No, yeah. just a little bit of a callback. Back to the John Titter episode, we were talking about how he switched websites yeah. to communicate. And we couldn't verify that at all. That was before PGP keys, I think. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So or maybe he unlucky. didn't want to be verified. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. But yeah. I would say that this is, you know, in terms of theories, this is probably a little bit more concrete than old John Titty. Okay. T- John Titty, you yeah. called him. I didn't, I, I'll be honest, didn't even actually mean to say that, but it just happened. <laughs> old John Titty. I said what? <laughs> this 
image was also decrypted and finally led the targets to the book for the cipher. The book was Thomas Bullfinch's Mythology, a classic work based on the Mabinogion. Ah, the Mabinogion. Yeah. I know them well. What are they? I can't remember how to pronounce it, but I actually studied it in in university. It's the original text that Arthur's stories come from. Okay. So they're like all of the Arthurian legends and, you know, that obviously ties into this like great journey to, let's say, get uh, get the sword. Well, who, wait, who's the lad who pulled the sword out of the cock? Is that, that's Merlin, was it? No? No, no. Merlin, Merlin was the guy the magician. with the cock. Yeah. Okay. And Arthur was put, the sword, what it was, was the sword was stuck in Merlin's arse. All right. Okay. And it was whoever was pull, would pull it out would get three wishes. <laughs> yeah. That they could do to your man. <laughs> no, no, no. First, first wish from Arthur, round his table going. Yeah. Up until then, they only had square tables. And Sir Campbell Tall. Yeah. Uh, second wish. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the end. There we go. Um, the book cipher <laughs> improv. Uh, the book cipher. That would be pretty funny if a genie comes to you with three wishes and you're just like one and they're just like, you know, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Don't clue. Go on, three wishes. What would you, three wishes, genie pops up, Robin Williams pops up, he's blue. And Not he says Robin to you, Williams. What's the story? First wish. Don't be Robin Williams. What's the, why don't you like Robin Williams, though? I, I've always hated Robin, Robin Williams. Yeah, why'd you hate him? I just really just never uh, never gelled with him. Never clicked with you? No. Obviously, it's sad. He killed himself and stuff, you know? Well, that's beside the point if we're talking about the man's personality. Yeah. I, well, why do, why, I just want to know why you hate things. You hate a lot of, like, um, hate a lot of stuff. So I just, I just like to dig into why you hate Robin Williams. He just doesn't resonate with me. Yeah, but you don't have to hate him. Like you can just like be like, oh, well, I just don't, you know, I don't. He's care. like loud and unfunny. Uh, he's funny to a lot of people. Yeah, but let's be honest, they're wrong. They're wrong. Okay, so Ron Williams pops up to you. He's dressed in blue. Well, okay, Will Smith pops up to you. He's blue. okay. Here we go. We're on. He pops board. up. More your line, right? Yeah. And he pops up and he says, three wishes, Raj. What are they going to be? Three wishes that reveal who you are as a person. First, well, I didn't know that was going to be it. But my first wish was going to be for all of my childhood trading cards to be back in my possession and to be perfect uh, quality. How much money would that fetch you? Uh, at least some of them would be in the thousands. Thousands? Wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's probably, obviously there is more straightforward ways of getting loads of money. Yeah, but I, I kind of want to do it. I want to do it like... Kind of cool, cool. Yeah, there. kind of. Run, you know, want to do it off my own back. Don't want to just. Get All right. So you wish for all trading cards, and you're upwards of two to three grand, depending on auction price. Second wish. Uh, the a, a mortgage for a house. A mortgage for a house. Thirty-five year mortgage. Thirty year mortgage. Let's go ambitious. Twenty. Twenty year mortgage. What yeah. are you paying off a month on this mortgage? The uh, that's all included in the wish, is it? Yeah. Well, you're just getting like the application is going through. They've approved your income, but you still have to make the monthly payments. Um, it would be great for me. Would be like around let's say six hundred to eight hundred mark. Yeah, a twenty year mortgage, not a hope. It's not a hope. You're going to have to go up about maybe even a thousand. But that's why I'm. That's why I'm doing it through the wish. Through well, the, the wish, wish is only the mortgage application going through, but like you know, based on how, your income. How much did you say it would accepted. have to go up? By like nine hundred pounds. No, no, I'm not doing that. I don't even think the genie could get your mortgage I'll do a for that. I'll do a different wish if it's going to be that. Well, you wished for it. You said you said it. So that's that's Come the on, rules of wishes. He'll give me. Well, he'll give me eight hundred pounds, won't he? 
Well, he'll give you 800 pounds, yeah. Eight, no, 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 no. Not, that's not the last wish. <laughs> that's just one month's mortgage. No, 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 no. Man, what a disaster of wishes. Come on, he'll give you. So what did you end up with there? All trading cards, a mortgage application being successful, and 800 pounds. Man, <laughs> not, a, not a bad haul. You fucked it. I can show you the world. The book cipher ultimately revealed a message which told participants they needed to call the number 214-390-9608. Wouldn't this be amazing if it was Scientology? Oh, like, is in that's what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. A real roundabout way to get them, like. That's interesting because at this point, I would say the people that were involved in the puzzle, in like the puzzling stuff, uh, deciphering the puzzle, they were kind of split into people intensely trying to break the codes and then people trying to figure out what's actually the true purpose of this. And a lot of people at the time thought it was going to be something called an ARG. Are you familiar with that? No. It means augmented reality game. It's stuff like this. It's like fake puzzles put online that people try to decipher. And then at the end, it's like, it would be like a trailer for Halo 2. And that's oh, what they've okay, been yeah. you know, oh, okay, yeah. They're like, they're like um, marketing techniques. Yeah. So there were some people that... Oh, like the Simpsons episodes with the angel and the supermarket, is it? Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, that's, like, that's a good example of that. Yeah, so, they, so there were some people that were kind of giving up on this as it, as it um, continued. Because they were worried about just being like, oh, is this just going to be an ARG? This was all a big hoax. <laughs> not a hoax a publicity stunt so they've called that number now and upon calling the number users were greeted with a message and the message said very good you have done well there are three prime numbers associated with the original final dot jpeg image 3301 is one of them you will have to find the other two Multiply all three of these numbers together and add a dot com on the end to find the next step. Good luck. Goodbye. Very cool. So how long were these things taking to crack per stage or just overall? Like what, what kind of time are we talking? This is weeks, months, days. It varied. So the first few ones were maybe like a couple of days. It like sped up and slowed down. So you mm-hmm. know when they lost like the book cipher? Yeah. Or like when they got the book cipher and they were looking for the book. I think it took them like a month or two to find that image on Reddit somewhere. Mm-hmm. How the hell did they even find the image? Like what did they, what kind of methods did they use to find it? I think eventually somebody just found the random image. I could be slightly wrong about this, but I think eventually they found the random image on Reddit. Sorry, they were searching images for the PGP key. Oh, right. And they found that same key on that image. So they didn't find it from the cipher to the image, really. They just found it for searching that key. No, but the image. But you you can't just actively search for that key either. So they did have to, like, longhand find the image. And the image was, like, this warped version of of some kind of Renaissance painting, I think. Oh, wait. Okay, so wait. wait, Let's start again. So you're saying that they knew what the image was going to be and then they had to go find the image. No, no, no. That's just what the image ended up being. All right, so what I'm trying to say is what were they using as their tool to find the post then? Because you said it was the key at the start and they were just looking for the key. No, no, they were, they were longhand looking for just weird images. To, and then they eventually found one that had PGP. Like it took them like a month or two. Yeah, but like let's say they get a picture of a frog. They don't rightly know it's a picture of a frog. And then they just check to see if there's a key attached to it. PGP key. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they were using the key to find it though. Because they couldn't confirm what the image was going well, yeah, to be. Yeah, they were using the key to verify it. Yeah, but, yeah. They, but they couldn't just... The way it works, you can't just search for the key. Yeah, no, I understand know. that. Yeah, I yeah. understand that. I was just trying to figure out whether or not they... What they were using to actually find it. But like we pretty much... I, I, I kind of understood that at the start. But I think we just went off the rails. Okay, yeah. I, I just wanted... I, I wanted to like impress how hardcore these people were but that's that's that, but that's insane like they're just going basically sorting by new in reddit and just checking every single image yeah not far off that just pretty like much because they don't know what it could be it could be anything yeah yeah just i think like thousands of people were participating in this at, at this stage so um, i wonder i wonder what the chances of it are like if you if you were worked out how many people were searching for it versus how many images are being uploaded and stuff or the fact that we're only talking about one source which is reddit yeah so it could be on like any other boards anywhere else yeah at some stage stuff seemed to move from 4chan and move over to reddit mm. but i don't have clear indication as to whether any, that was communicated in any way or if that's just where they okay. started to find their information but users deciphered that phone message uh you you remember it was saying that you need to find two other prime numbers and i think this actually took people a day or two but surprising considering what how simple the answer was and was the phone number one eight hundred sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine? 6969 no it was not it was not okay i heard rumors it was i know you want to call me just do it call me now you remember that they're looking for those two other prime numbers along with the 3301 mm-hmm. so people were like fervently looking at the image seeing maybe if they decrypt it again maybe there's some other information on it didn't seem to be that Users eventually deciphered the message to refer to the original dimensions of the image online that was 509 pixels by 503 pixels, both prime numbers. Cool. And then they multiplied that by the 3301, leading the players to find the site 845145127.com. Is that still live? Uh, don't know will I check yeah type it in go on this is where I break my computer I'll of course go incognito your laptop has been taken whoa that URL is blacklisted oh we've aborted the connection my uh, my antivirus has aborted the connection because the URL is blacklisted and could potentially be infected so I will definitely close that okay let's bypass your antivirus for the podcast see old message there oh it's very terrifying looking to be honest so i will uh i'll just get off what if we call the police while we're on the website do you think that'll protect us Mm, i think uh i i think it would give you additional protection but i don't i i think this might be above that 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 website this is where cicada comes from it contains just an image of cicada and no other text. And a cicada for the listeners is just this kind of bug thing, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to see the logo? Yeah. That's their logo. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, you recognize that. Really, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well. I've seen it in dreams and stuff. Is, <laughs> really? that, is that normal? <laughs> yeah, that's very normal. Uh, so, I wake up in a sweat and I'm in the middle of a park with a gun. Is that... Yeah, I think that's normal. Okay, yeah. I thought it was something weird. So, yeah, I'll just call the police. The, <laughs> don't check that website. So the cicada, it, it was just a cicada image. And then when you, again, decrypted the image itself, there was text hidden within the image that said to check back on Monday, Monday, January 9th. We're off for the weekend. 
Hmm. That's made me reassess my timeline of it taking the months to find the... Okay, so when did we start off? Uh, January 4th. And what is this? Ninth. Five days. Yeah. <laughs> that's I even, tell you, man, you say things with conviction. It's very yeah, convincing. That's even more impressive that they found the old, uh, that they found the image in a few days. Yeah. These, midweek, like. Yeah, these lads are going into it. Whole thing done. The new year. New year resolution to crack uh, the greatest mystery on the internet. You've done it all. It said to come back January 9th. And it said patience is a virtue. People came back January 9th. Same image. But when you decrypted it, different information. And this time, get this, it gave them coordinates to different locations around the world. Do you think that these boys were caught unaware that like they, you know, it's Christmas, New Year's, they've got a puzzle set up. And they said, this is going to take these lads ages to crack. And then they realized, oh, no this is being cracked too fast and they're like oh check back in a couple of days because they literally had to make another puzzle because you think they'd have it all kind of planned out mm, no you don't believe that well no what i think might have been going on is the next clue is kind of time sensitive all right okay grant so, so, they, so they have to wait it out a little bit well yeah like so so essentially what the next clue is is um, all these locations around the world with physical clues in these locations. So you probably have to make sure that they're all there before going yeah. ahead, you know. So users collaborated across the globe to find these points and the physical clues hidden there. This began to raise some questions for the cicada hunters. What resources must this group have and how large must they be to coordinate across? There was one in, in California one in Australia, one in Hawaii, one in South Korea, one in Poland. And at each location was a printed picture of the Cicada logo with a QR code underneath. Was there anything else other than a printed piece of paper? Was there like just QR codes? No. So how many locations was it in? Like five? Uh, it, there's actually more than that, but they're just the tentpole ones I wrote down. How many is there? Or how, how, like approximately? You don't have to get it completely correct. Uh, I think I think there were eight locations around the world. So eight locations. Yeah. So I know it sounds impressive, but at the same time, you're talking about what resources these people have or whatever. Yeah. If you'd eight people with eight printers or eight, or at least access to eight printers in the world, you could probably still fake this quite easily. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Dennis. You could, you know, you just get people to print it. I know the ink is really expensive and that might be prohibitive, but if you had a library card and you had enough time, you could go in there and print it. Well, I'd say up until now, think again as well. This is 2012. Different time. 10 years ago. Different time. Yeah. Up until now, though, people were, well, well, the two big questions people had is how many people are, are Cicada 3301? And... Where are they actually geographically located? Okay. Well, I'll guess at least eight. Or eight people are involved, I guess, from this. Well, okay, yeah, at least eight. And also, they're all over the world. Mm-hmm. One question, though, that people do raise is the proximity of some of the clues to airports. So they think that people are, maybe one person is hopping in and doing it. Or 
are the people intentionally flying to places that they're not from to further confound and were they found in spots that were strange or anything? You know, like, were, were there anything connecting the different locations? Or were they just put onto telephone poles? Some on telephone poles, some stuck on bus shelters. Nothing specific about the locations, just that's just where the coordinates were. In every single location, was there something found? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I'm just thinking. I mean, maybe yeah, if yeah. you put up a, a poster or whatever on a telephone pole, then it just blew off, you know, like... Well, no, that's my point as to why they, why I think they had the timer. Mm. Where they said check back this date, because I think they needed to coordinate so that they they had to make sure everything was in those locations. Okay, and you know, and be like, okay, go now. Okay, they're all there, and then they they've like hidden in a bush or something. And did the people who found these things did they kind of come out and tell their stories about their individual experiences of finding it, or like was there multiple people in each location that found it? No, only one person found each one. Oh, okay, the actually, that's a good question. Because there's one, there's like a famous video of somebody finding one of them and like they tore it down when they did it. In some of the other locations, it's possible people left them up and they just took the QR code. But I know at least one person ripped it down. But the interesting thing is here, people all had to collaborate from around the world to, to build out and flesh out what this was pointed towards. It ended up pointing towards a link on the dark web, on the Tor browser. And when you go to the link, people were prompted to enter in their emails. Ooh, dodgy business. But they, they were actually told in the instructions on the page, go create a brand new email before putting in here. Do not put in your personal email to, pr- to prove that they're not trying to steal people's yeah. information. Definitely a few people were just like, oh, can't be arsed creating another email address. They go, oh, banged it in. Gmail.com, there, yeah. Roger O'Sullivan, 42 <laughs> Castle Street, Cork. <laughs> full address as well just putting in everything but however this is this is a strange bit this email actually was this email form input was time sensitive Mm. so if you weren't quick enough there even though people have been collaborating all the way up until this point they were told if you weren't quick enough and you got there after the email input was closed there was just a message that read we want the best not the followers and do you think then so they must have had a trigger that when the first qr code was scanned that there'd be a timer on this website because if that website was open and they never found the locations then they wouldn't get anyone i would guess that's possible i would guess that the timer would be triggered from the first email that was put in the website okay just because yeah they might you know they might want people they probably want at least one person they want to make sure like they have a couple of admissions yeah Imagine that, you've organised all that and you're like, how many emails we got? None. You're like, oh, you're not serious. If I was part of those um, crew, I'd probably just put in a couple of my own emails to make everyone feel better. Oh, like uh, buying out all your own tickets? It's floating in. That's another thing. How do we know that these people researching are not involved in the original scheme? That's a good question. That's a good question. Hmm. Even you say that, some of the, um, there is debate as to some of the people that got on to the next stage and got back there like if you got your email in you were given additional puzzles but people are just have to take on on faith that those puzzles are real because obviously they're private they were privately were received yeah so even the people that are putting the posters up could just be the people that are involved in the scheme to create this well the people putting the posters up might not even be involved at all or well, what I'm saying is the people who are scanning the QR codes and taking the videos of finding the posters and stuff, they could all be in on it. 
and even mm. to go even to go weirder than that even if they weren't like doing it as a scam you could just secretly even if you were part of the group that set it up you could secretly be solving the puzzles under a fake identity to get all the glory okay yeah okay i'm willing to i can kind of i can see where you're coming from you can see the way it might have might have a couple of it might be very bad actors you're talking yes. about yes well, to those not lucky enough to get as far as the final stage, the next update they received from Cicada was a month later when a message appeared on Reddit again that just said, we've now found the individuals we sought. Thus, the month-long journey ends. And then... <laughs> the month-long journey. Key piece of information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I might have forgotten about that. I might have <laughs> forgotten about that. The, the month-long journey ends... And then the, the the phrase they signed off with, there's a bit more to it, but I've cut it down. The phrase they've signed off with is, there will be more opportunities like this one. Thank you all. 3301. That's it. And did anyone ever reveal themselves as being selected? Yes, a, a person did. But nice. I'll, get, I'll get to that in, okay. a, in a second. The a second puzzle, similar to the first one, began January 4th in 2013. This time... It was similar, but it included these strange ruins in some of the ciphers, like mm. kind of Nor- Nordic-looking ruins. Less people managed to solve that one again, or at least less people claimed to have gotten to the end of it. And again, in the third puzzle, a uh, third puzzle was released in January 4th, 2014. However, this third puzzle has never been successfully completed, uh, including a book that was released online called the Liber Primus, which is written in the ruins from that second puzzle. All Think about all the people, all the mental lads that are trying to decipher <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, all the mental lads. Yeah, they've only managed to de- decipher 17 pages of that book. And there's, I think it's 50 pages in the book. And it appears, the pages that are deciphered, it appears to be some kind of manifesto. Do you think that the FBI and CIA and stuff are keeping an eye on this stuff? Well... That's a good question, Dennis. The, Do you well, think it is a bit of um, maybe CIA, well, FBI training? We'll get to that in the old okay. theories. But, but put a pin in that. I'm glad you're thinking about that stuff. The, did anyone bring up these ideas at the time? Were they like Did they have these theories at the time? Oh, yeah. That's like, the, the lads that are wondering if it was an ARG game, yeah. some of them are also wondering, like, is this like a recruitment tool? What's going on here? Due to the secretive nature of the group, it's almost impossible to discern who really completed the puzzles based on their own testimony and who is just claiming that they've completed the mm. puzzles. However, among the more believable is a man called Marcus Wayner, who claimed after completing the first puzzle, he was invited to answer some questions about how he felt about like certain political issues, like freedom of information and online privacy. And after answering the questions... He claimed that he was invited to a private forum on the dark web to work on a privacy-based project. However, the forum was removed before the project's completion. So thus, like he lost information, he lost contact with everyone else involved in it. Given how few details we have about Cicada 3301 and the secret project that they were trying to work on, speculation has ranged from them being the CIA. Here we go. To the Freemasons, Ooh. to a, a, a secret hacker group, to even accusations it's a cult. To this day, we still don't 
No. Jesus. After all that, we don't know. We don't know, Dennis. We don't know. So this Marcus fella. Yeah. Marcus Wayner. Yeah. He was kind of probably putting forward the idea that it was like a privacy group, as in like a pro-privacy group to protect people's privacy on the internet. Yeah. Not to actually delve into it and like not not for nefarious reasons. No. So then the kind of obvious theory from that was they were closed down by the world government because the world government wanted to know everything. That's a good theory. That's not there. No, no. <laughs> the th- the th- that should be there. The theory that people have about that was that they were frustrated by the the progress of, on the project and they thought, oh, well, we, we, we're not happy enough with the recruits we have. So sack it off. Yeah, and and try try again and make it harder next time. Oh, I thought it was more just kind of a yearly thing, like a school, you know, like people would come come no, in no. recruitment every year. I think it's, you may be surprised by this, but it's something I would have loved to have got involved in. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Hunting down that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Probably wouldn't. It's a quite a small time frame, though, to those five days to get it all sorted. But I will say, probably the perfect time for most people because they might be off work. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I remember it going on. It was a, it was all a buzz on the old on Reddit. I don't I don't know to be honest. I don't remember it. I, I definitely probably was a, a Reddit user at that time, but I don't remember it um, kicking off. I remember lads in university would have been in university at the time, your college as we call it in Ireland. I remember lads uh, friends I had in the in computer science uh, uh, who were doing computer science that were mad into it. This is a complete aside, but I was in UCC not so long ago, just actually a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago, one of my friends, and we walked past the computer lab, and we both had this flashback of my friend doing something in the computer lab, receiving money for it, and we couldn't remember what it was, but he didn't have an official job, and we couldn't figure out what it was, so maybe it was something to do with that. Was it sticking up an old uh, flying to Poland, sticking <laughs> up a picture? It's something to do with QR codes. So, first theory, think, get it out of the way, CIA slash NSA. Why are you getting this one out of the way? This sounds like one of the most interesting ones. Okay, get it back in the way then. <laughs> We're back on the way. Yeah, we'll, we'll, do you want something else then? I know? quite like that the CIA or the NSA would use this as a recruitment tool. I've brought this up in the podcast before, Yeah, but there was this movie where there is a kid sitting in front of a TV and it's got static on it mm. and the kid deciphers something in the static and then the FBI and everything come to the house and take away the kid. Do you have any idea? Do you remember the movie? I think it'd be pretty easy to probably find that. Find it, but it's like similar to this stuff. I think you'd get, you'd get a lot of false positives of Poltergeist. That is true. But I'm sure their departments are quite close so you could probably like call in and just go, here, man, is this guy seeing Poltergeist or is he solving this puzzle? Yeah, yeah. Do you, is there any other record or like released record of them using tools like this to recruit people? So, yeah. So that's a good question. So what, what's it? MI6, is that MI5 or MI6, whichever one? Can't remember which one is. They, they ran a series of puzzles in newspapers, unbranded, let's say, mm-hmm. newspapers in the UK to find, you had to like find these uh, puzzles across all these different newspapers and if you completed them, you were either granted a prize or you could get into the application stream for MI5. Oh, wow. That'd be pretty cool. I assume that you're just going in there to code break, but like it must be, you know, then they're going to ask you at some point, like, you have to go off and kill this fella. And 
Yeah, listen. It's a bit harder than doing puzzles. And Any stuff. chance you do you have a white feed or no? I got <laughs> I got a word and a crossword the other day, and I I'll tell you, you know can't even remember what it was. But I, when I got it, I was like, "Am I it like it's going genius? It's going to be an alert going off on my phone soon." You're going to have uh, C- the CIA or NSA like knocking down our door, being like, "Dennis, you're in." <laughs> and Roger, we want a word. FBI, open up! Lads, lads, I was only messing. I was only messing. Here, here is something for you, though. Right? There's two. There's two branches, as there so often are, on the CIA, uh, NSA kind of mentality. Where on the one side, it was, what if they they wanted to recruit people? The other side, though, Dennis, was what if they wanted to neutralize people that were threats? So you're saying like hackers and stuff or potential hackers? Yeah. So either, keep in mind how secretive this is. So either, you know, the Marcus Wainer guy who came mm-hmm. out. Maybe they thought he's not that great. So we won't bother assassinating him. But maybe they went and assassinated everyone else involved in the project. And that's why the project ended. Why does it always end with assassination, though? There's surely different ways of doing it. Uh, no, I, I think assassination was probably the most likely in this case. <laughs> I mean, some people will just sign NDAs and they won't even talk. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe they just want their details. Maybe they literally just want to know who the person is. Just keep an eye on them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the other thing as well is this could be a, a whole men in black um, theory going here as don't, well. Don't. We'll get to that later. Ah, lads, I'm getting good at this. I'm you're very I, good at this. You're getting, you're ruining my, <laughs> ruining my. <laughs> you're flow. ruining my podcast. So the next uh, theory, of course, is the Freemasons. You know why are they involved? They they build airports. They do all that stuff. Why yeah. are they here again? Well, the Freemasons never fuck off. Think about it this way: the Freemasons, ultra secretive society, but. Let's say on the more analog side of things. So this is them trying to get a few individuals involved so that they can build up as secretive and online presence. So they're just looking for web developers. Very secretive web developers, yeah. Yeah, so this is just an advertisement for that. They just want to get online. They want to get a good contact form. Yeah, good private. No idea how to do it. They, They downloaded WordPress, but they couldn't install it. No. Then they tried Wix and said that's just as confusing. Yeah, and there's no no hope. They had a little student um, helping them out, and sure, he went back to Spain. So it's got they don't they have no passwords. He didn't give many of the passwords, so they're locked out. Yeah, and now they're they have a recruitment drive here for a, a pretty savvy web developer, underpaid, underpaid. They're Un- not paid. They're not paying market value. Underpaid, but rightly appreciated. Yeah, well appreciated. Well appreciated. And what the, what they're doing is they're they're preparing these privacy projects for their eventual bid to take over the world all right so they just want to move their systems online from the ledgers and stuff that they have of their secret society yeah they want to build out into that kind of see the secretive online world 2012 though a little bit behind the times surely well, there. yeah but you know that's the price you pay for that secrecy and what do you think happened in the intervening years between them not being online and them being online where they said we have to get online I think it was just one of those, it's those classic scenarios of any organization is going to, you know, they, the people that are in the senior positions are going to be more backwards facing. Yeah, they're just going to say, oh my God, the, the trouble it's going to take to upgrade from XP to Vista is just not worth it. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think that's pretty plausible. Okay, so you, you just think that it's such a huge unwielding machine that to get them online, 
uh, would just be a bit of trouble. If you do think about it, though, for them to actually go online, imagine what a ball ache of a project that would be. It would be... Oh, to take the Freemasons online. Yeah, and like you you put up and you have like a little dummy site that you're testing and you're like, is that is that secret? And you're like, oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, and, no. And then like, I don't know, like Cloudflare or Bluehost are contacting you going like, here, you've got an awful lot of information up here. What's, yeah. what's this for? And then you have to kill someone in Bluehost and... Nightmare. You know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Next one. I don't have much information on this next one. People suggest it's a precursor to QAnon. All right. Okay. And that some of the people involved in Cicada 3301 would eventually end up to be those Q clearance people that are obviously just fake. And I wouldn't be too surprised at that. I wouldn't be too surprised. Really? Even even if it's a precursor to it in the way that it didn't set out to do this, mm. but it kind of turned into it, if you get what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, I could, uh, I, I could definitely see. It's the same kind of, you know... Um, uh, I don't want to say nonsense, but that's the only word I have. You know, like it's the same. It's, it's the same. Carry on. Same carry on. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't translate to anyone who isn't in Ireland. You're basically saying that's so them. It is very them. Yeah, it is very them. It's it's the equivalent of saying that's so Raven. Yeah, you're, you're basically saying that's so Raven about QAnon. <laughs> but you know the way pe- where where uh, people create puzzles for themselves, then they solve the puzzles, and yeah. then everyone claps themselves on the back and just goes, "Well, we're brilliant." Uh, and then somehow that turns into a very weird right wing organization, as it so often time does. That's true. That's true. I would say that I would see a slight difference in terms of, let's say, uh, intellectual rigor. But doesn't that happen after a while anyway, like due to, you know, popularity that, you know, the guys who started it off who might have been, you know, intelligent, they just get wiped out by these sociopathic dum-dums. So you're, you're saying, if I'm getting this correct, you're saying the original Cicada 3301 puzzles, they're Radiohead. Okay, the following Q- you so far. QAnon, they're Coldplay. Oh, absolute fact. That's what you're absolute saying? Absolute fact, Okay, yeah. okay. Best analogy you've ever had in a podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, next, next theory is that they're an anonymous hacker group. Not the group anonymous, but they're an anonymous hacker group that's trying to put together people to do some kind of shady shit. Shady shit? What do you mean shady shit? Like oh. hacking into banks and stuff? Um, hacking into governments, let's say. Okay. Getting a bit, getting some information but, out. But they're not like they're not a Robin Hood organization. Like they're they're going into the government to take information to make them money or. No, well, actually, some people, some people do suggest or have accusations that they're trying to use these super privacy projects for their own financial gain. But on that, like government hacking side thing, I think it's more common that people perceive them as kind of stealing the information to release it on, let's say, WikiLeaks or like that kind of service. Okay. How do they prevent CIA or FBI operatives from infiltrating the system? Oh, that's a really good question. Maybe that's why they cut off the first project. Mm. Maybe they were infiltrated. Maybe that's why the second and third one have been so much harder. Like that third one. Because it's more popular. Yet no one's completed the third one. And to this day, I think the last message from Cicada 3301 was in 2017. If I remember correctly, the message said something like, because there'd been some fake 
messages or messages that people thought might have come from 3301. And the message said something along the lines of be wary of, um, you know, basically like false prophets or whatever. Only trust the PGP key. Also, even more so that the CIA could now be running their own things or FBI is running their own things to catch people. Yeah. So even the reverse of what I said almost. Yeah. So they're like, be careful that people aren't. Because there's no way that if this if these people came out that the NSA, CIA, FBI wouldn't get involved and try and seek out what, what these oh, guys were up yeah. to. yeah. It reminds me of, I don't know if you know, there's a famous hacker who hacked into Valve, the, the company that made, well, that runs, I guess, Steam and also made the Half-Life games. They hacked in and, and I think released information about Half-Life 2 early. What Valve did when they found the perpetrator is they, this is really genius. They said that they wanted to meet him and offer him a job on their like cybersecurity side because mm-hmm. he managed to like hack in and get, get past all of their, all of their firewalls. And they said that they, they would meet him in Austria to interview him and potentially offer him a job. They went and they met him in a cafe. But it was actually a sting operation to extradite him. Uh, is Austria a company that extradites to the US? Or yeah, something? yeah. Or may- it might have been Switzerland, maybe. But here's the best thing. It wasn't him. He'd hired an actor. He'd hired an actor <laughs> on like Craigslist or something. So they just caught a guy who... And like, they obviously didn't believe him when he said that. <laughs> your man went off to some <laughs> yeah. black site in America. Yeah. So they, they, they'd never... Uh, I, think, I think they know... Like, we know who that man is, but they've never been able to... Catch Never him. able to get him. No, no. That's great. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, good, good for, for him. him. All he hey. did was release some details about Half-Life 2. Okay, we're on to, we're on to our last um, three theories now. Next theory is close to the Freemasons thing. It's the Illuminati. Illuminati. If the Freemasons are involved, the Illuminati won a little bit as you well. You know the Illuminati. They're territorial. They're, I think they're basically the gangs of conspiracy. You know the Illuminati. They want to wet their beak. They do. They're not going to let Freemasons have free reign on this place. No. They want to get online too. The next series is my second. What's the matter? I, I just think that's funny. That's that's all they get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all they get. No yeah, what, more. what do the Illuminati want to do? Same stuff as the Freemasons. <laughs> there is no difference between the two of them. Yeah. Coke so, and Pepsi. Yeah. The Illuminati, maybe, that's true. <laughs> that is pretty much it. The Illuminati, maybe they've already, um, they're already online a little bit. I think that's the only difference. They're a little bit online. Mm. And they just want to get... Freemasons seem a little bit more old school than Illuminati, yeah. definitely. Illuminati, they have an online presence. They saw two other ones. Next one, uh, it, it's a cult. Okay, it's a cult getting you in. So Scientology. Uh, not no no not a, it's its own cult. Um, and they're mad into internet freedom of speech, all that stuff. And what are they up to? Like, what's their? If Recru- they're a cult, it's pretty bad. Yeah, they're recruiting people. And uh, but do you have to go live with them, or well, do they do standard cult stuff? People suggest that you know the their book I mentioned. Mm-hmm. People say that that book, when we break it all down, when we actually decipher all of it, we'll find out what the true intentions of the cult are, what their true manifesto is. And do you think that they have been recruiting elsewhere, uh, and this is their first step online, because they seem very savvy at it, you know, like that we haven't seen evidence of them doing it anywhere else if they are an established cult. I think possible. Yeah, it's possible that it started as like, you know, face to face. A few people got together, secret society formed, then boom, they decided we'll move this online. I mean, there's other things to be said as well that the Marcus Wainer guy is, you know, maybe not telling the truth and he's already in there. 
you know, like that people have been recruited into this cult and now they're not talking about it anymore. That's a good, that's a good point. Being bad actors. They're, um, what do you call that when they're... Um, Cunts. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the, when the uh, smoke screen, he's putting a smoke mm-hmm. screen around. That's good. That's interesting. I like that. Final theory, Dennis. Final theory. It is aliens. It's aliens. It is aliens, yes. The aliens are doing it online to recruit us to be aliens. To recruit the smartest humans among us. For what reason? To either be part of the hybrid program I've mentioned before, building alien-human hybrids. Of course. Or they're trying to put together a delegation of humans. But shouldn't, shouldn't it be based on other sort of intelligence as well? Like, shouldn't they go... Hey, uh, here's a competition so you can build the best house. Who's the best carpenter? You know this kind of stuff? No, because they're, like, think about this. They're aliens. They have no mass in that. No, they're very, they they don't give a shit about the type of stuff we make. Yeah. Maybe it could even be the sort of thing where the big thing for the aliens is privacy. They So they're getting together a few, like, a few tech-savvy lads to make them uh, their own version. They don't have incognito window. But there should be some tests of emotional intelligence and stuff as well to see if these guys can hack it. Like, I mean, all these lads have lived inside their bedrooms for their whole entire lives and now you're going to put them on a spaceship with a load of aliens. Yeah. You think that's going to go well? It might go well. I don't think it's going to go well. Greetings, Earthling. We have brought you here to help us develop a new type of technology. Wow, this is just like an episode of Rick and Morty. Oh no, not another one. Send him back. Uh, what do the men in black have to do with this? I mentioned them earlier on. Oh, that was just the aliens thing I was mentioning. <laughs> All right, I felt like we probably could have got a little bit more out of that then. So I was thinking that the men in black are doing this stuff that when you finally get in there, you know, they gave that Marcus Wayner guy loads of kind of bullshitty things. Like they set up this privacy thing that did this. That did yeah, that. yeah. So if you were the CIA, instead of assassinating them, you could just make them look like lunatics. The same oh, way the discredit in, them. Yeah, the same way the Men in Black would do it. And then they can't get involved in anything anymore because then they were involved in that project. Good idea, yeah, Keep yeah. them out of the ecosphere of um, cybersecurity. Yeah, I like that concept as well. We'll pop that onto the NSA one. So from all the conspiracy theories that are there, right, and there are quite yeah. a lot of them, can you yeah. reel them off? So, okay. CIA slash NSA. Okay. Or like a, a government organization. Freemasons. Mm-hmm. QAnon. Mm-hmm. Hacker group, the Illuminati, a cult, and aliens. All right. Out of all of those, I'm going to put my chips on the table and say CIA recruitment. Right. That's my big one. How about you? What are you going for on that that little pick and mix? I'd say it's probably aliens. Aliens. Yeah. I probably think all the listeners at home probably thought you were going that way as well. I I would. We didn't. <laughs> all right. Why would you say it's aliens? Because I don't think we gave enough. Again, right? And please, for the love of God, like, we're saying it's aliens, right? Yes. Why, though? Like, we have to... Why do they want it? Why do you think they want it? Well, I think they want... I don't, I'm don't. i actually not too curious about why they want it. <laughs> right? The, like I said... You're that, just very accepting. Yeah. The, You're just the, like, yeah, it's aliens. Cool. It's like, why, Raj? I they, don't know. Well, I think, I think that there's probably something behind the suggestion I brought up with that they don't have incognito window in their, in their browsers. 
So they, they want they want these people to engineer their own incognito window for the aliens. The a- aliens are, are they keep being caught watching you know hu- humans going at it. All right, okay, we need to go get your breakfast. We're going to get no, breakfast. No, 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 no. Here's here's my thing about the aliens, though. Right? I don't know what their motives are. It would be hard to engineer or figure out because they're aliens, Dennis. They don't think the same as you or I. Right, so but this is part of our job as as paranormal and extraterrestrial investigators. Yeah. Like we have to come up with with theories, not just statements. Like. But the reason why the aliens sticks out so much for me is the fact that we've never been able to figure out who who is behind Cicada thirty three oh one. So how, how do you square that? Who who is it? So you're saying if you can't figure out who it is in it's, general with any of these things, it's, it's aliens. Aliens, yes. Okay, so if you get a missed call, you've no idea who it is. They don't leave a voice. <laughs> Private mail. number. Aliens. If you'd like to listen to the podcast today, please give us a five star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we'd also like to say that our Patreon is up and running. We've got some nice support in there from people, so thanks so much like supporting this podcast you can visit patreon.com forward slash unexplained legends and as always please follow us on instagram tell your friends your mother your grandmother your grandfather all about the podcast and spread the word Why is the human not picking up?